All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else and what I like to consider a real estate titan. It's an absolute honor and a thrill to have Tristan from Labcoat Agents. I'm super excited. And, and the list goes on and on. Top producer, national speaker, uh, brain and genius, if you will. So again, Tristan, thanks so much for taking the time. It's an honor. Thanks, man. Well, I'm excited to be on. So thank you. Yeah, and I just can't wait to really share with everybody out there um, your story and insight, inspiration, just how you've grown and scaled your business and any takeaways and, and, and just really getting to know you as, as a person. So uh, I guess without further ado, let's just jump right in. So Tristan, go ahead, just tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Yeah, hi, I'm Tristan Amala. I've been in real estate since 2004. I, out of college, I decided to go into real estate and into law school at the same time. Wow. I didn't make it through law school because real estate was so amazing at the time. I'm like, you know what, which one? Let's do real estate. So I just <laughs> love it. And then from there, I started a team in 2009 and we, we tried expansion really quick out in Hawaii and different states. And then we just decided to stay local. So came back to LA, Ventura County. And that's where I've been with our team since, uh, since 2009. Unreal. So I want to, I want to, I guess, rewind a little bit onto that. So your thought process initially, Tristan, of real estate, why real estate in the first place? Was there any influence in your thought yeah. process? What was that like? It was all for the wrong reasons. Okay. <laughs> to start off. <laughs> my honesty, said, everybody. This is great. My mom said, Hey, look, you need to go into real estate because all of the top real estate agents I know drive amazing cars. <laughs> And so and she was just reasons. Out, right? <laughs> I was like, that's true. So I'm like, I want a nice car. And I'm, I mean, I'm early 20s. I think it was 22, 23. Sure. And I was like, let's do this. So that was really the reason because I had a history degree with a minor in biology. So I was like, I don't want to be a teacher. We can try law school, right? But it was real estate, man. That was the initial reason. Wow, unreal. Well, and again, I completely get it. You know, being young and and, and uh, eager and an entrepreneur, you want to go after it. And really, what is going to be the the biggest impact in my life where I can make adjustments? So since then, what's it been like for you and and your progression of your career to today? Well, now it's we do this for a different reason, right? Right, I mean, right. I, I grew into it. I think the the most the most growth i had was during during the crash okay. where everything was easy before easy super easy wow. crash came everything was super tough i all my savings went away wow. into saving everything i had right uh which worked but all my savings died and so i thought well why am i really in this do i really want to stick around and is this ever going to get better and i thought well, I'm, I'm really good at this and I'm really good at helping people. Hmm. And I think really guiding people and helping them was just a passion. And okay. from there, I found that when I joined Keller Williams, for me, the culture really spoke to me about helping others. And, and then just being in that mindset of always coming from contribution, which then turned into me helping others in real estate, right? So it, right. it tied in directly into it. I'm like, whoa, 
So now when I have an accountability to thousands of people and they're watching you and they're, they're saying, wow, you do this so great and you do this kind of sucky, uh, they're watching. But uh, that keeps you, uh, keeps you accountable to a much, much higher standards than before. So that's wow. really what drives me. Okay. And, and that's, that's a big, uh, you know, portion into, you know, your career and the impact you've had on the, the local community, but the real estate world and community. And I, I do want to touch on uh, lab coat agents. So you, you're sporting a little bit of the gear. I absolutely love that, my friend. So that's I'm working awesome. out. So, uh, you know, Heck yeah. I used to work out. you got to do it. You got to do it. So uh, can you tell everybody a little bit about lab coat agents, why, you know, you started this and, and yeah, what dude. it's about and that. Perfect. So I was doing amazing in real estate back in 2012, 2013, and prior, but 2012 and 2013 started picking up a lot. And that's when Realtor.com came up with their product. It's the, the zip code product that everybody has, you know, how you buy leads. Mm-hmm. Back the time. And so I'm like, okay, cool. I'm right next to, I'm actually in the same building as Realtor.com. Wow. And, and my last name starts with an A. So they started their product in our area and they hmm. called me first in our area and they said hey does this this is what we came up with what do you think you want to sign up for this it's brand new and it sounded like craigslist to me right because <laughs> i was doing craigslist all right and i said yeah yeah let's buy it all so i bought the whole county hmm. to start off and i had no idea and neither did they that we were going to get hundreds and thousands of leads in a month so i quickly had to I quickly had to scale this team that I had to be able to process all of these leads quickly. And wow. I successfully did it to the point that they called me and said, Hey, you're doing such a great job with the tools and tech. Can you come over and shoot a video so that we can share it with our realtor.com audience? Wow. And I said, sure. So I went over next door. They sent me down put a camera on and they said, go. And I said, okay. So I told them exactly what I did, the processes, steps, the tech I was using, and they were blown away and they showed it to the, the, their executives. Their executives were blown away and they said, Hey, can you fly down next week to NAR and speak at San Francisco? Unreal. And I said, if you bring my family, I'm in. <laughs> so love that. they brought my whole family. We stayed in, I don't even know where, but uh, it was at NAR, and that was my first speaking gig for wow. Realtor.com. Unreal. Yeah, dude, and, but uh, yeah, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that was a great experience. That was it. Well, I, I mean, going from, from that and, and literally, you know, trial by fire and understanding and growing and scaling your own business and being able to share that with so many others. So with, with LabCoat agents specifically, what was the thought process behind that? And, and what's the, your, your impact on the community and, and so, what people take away from that? So uh, on the first, the very first flight that I had to San Francisco, on the plane ride over, which is not long, it's like 50 minutes from LA to San Francisco, I'm telling my wife, I'm like, hey, this is such a cool opportunity. I never imagined that this would even happen, right? Speaking in NAR um, and doing all this thing. And I said, but if this continues, like if they say, hey, speak over here, speak over there, it's not going to last long. They always find somebody that's doing it better or different, and it's a new, a new face. I said, so I go, honey, I want you to think about how we can use this opportunity to grow and to help agents, because I keep on getting the same questions everywhere, right? Which is, how do you convert? What, what are these online leads? What do you use to 
automate the process, all this, right? Before it was talked about anywhere. And then maybe like a few months later, she said, actually it was like a month later, she said, why don't you use, why don't you do a Facebook group? And I said, that's a stupid idea. I <laughs> Obviously, you know what happened there. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. You guys are over 100,000, right? She was right. So yeah. um, that's how it happened. Yeah. I mean, and, and to me, that's amazing. And it's, a, it's such a positive um, you know, group and thought process for everybody out there to learn and grow. And, and I'd recommend anybody out there who's watching or listening to this to really uh, check out the uh, Lab Code agents on Facebook and really engage and understand and learn from the best of the best, truly. Uh, so I, I just think that's fantastic, Trish. And I, I want to I move on a little bit here because I think that this will give people a deeper dive into you as a man and a professional. Um, this question is extremely important for everybody out there is, is really what's your why? What, what motivates you? What drives you? Gets you out no. of bed every day to do what you do to the level you do it at, Tristan. So, dude, I wake up excited almost every day. Wow which is insanity for my wife, right? <laughs> um, and my kids are like, they, they, it's contagious, right? Sure. People yeah. are freaking excited too. And, and I think the key to, to it, which I discovered only about three years ago, I'd never really thought about what my why is, Interesting. right? Uh, my why is, is really just to be a better version of myself every day. It sounds so fucking corny. No, but, no I don't uh, think so. Honestly, that's what it, that's what drives me. That's why I read so many books. This is why I go to so many events. This is why I sit with people and help them because because I learned so much along the way and it's making me better and better and better. And the better I am, the better the people around me will be. That's oh, huge. That's that's really what drives me. I tell it to everybody I talk to. I'm like, look, I've gotten to the point that I don't care if they're doing better than us. It's not about being better than anybody else. It's just about better being a better version of yourself every day. That that means with being an example, the best example to your kids, to your wife, huh. to your siblings, to your parents, to your community. Dude, it stems to the smallest little smallest little person out there that's just looking in. And if I'm yelling at my kids out in a public area, or if I'm treating somebody differently, how I shouldn't be treating them. Right. I don't want to be that person that's a bad example to others. It, it, I think about this every day. Wow. And obviously, I mean, Tristan, when you look at it that way, that why is extremely compelling because it's so much bigger than yourself. I mean, it's really impacting so many people in so many communities with so many lives and families. That's the true reason um, it, why you do what you do. And I love that. And, and hopefully everybody's reading and seeing this and listening to this loud and clear. Cause that's just so amazing. That energy that you exude. I mean, when we got on right onto the live stream here, Tristan, you were just full of energy and super excited. And, and I love that people, people say similar things about me and it is what it is. We can't change who we are. And I'd rather be like this than the other way, I guess. Oh, 100% dude. So, I mean, Hey, I, I love it. We're kindred spirits, my friend. So I absolutely 100%. love this. No, but um, so going into the next question to this, and this is one of the crowd pleasers for the series and people are really tuning in to understanding and learning from the Titans. Um, so this particular question is the advisory portion. It comes back down to if you could look back at your career thus far and pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business that took it from one level to the next, what's that look like for you? What, what advice would you give to new agencies and agents, everybody in between? The one thing that changed the way I do my business that was added was uh, 
the ability to to go out there and teach what I'm learning. Hmm. That that's that really changed the way that I that I function as a leader, and I function as a, as a real estate agent. Wow! And it just it changed it changed because now, like I said before, all of a sudden you're not just doing it for yourself. Um, you're doing it you're doing it to better yourself so that those around you can benefit from it. Huh. It really stems down to that, dude. So when I started okay. teaching, um, I started then looking inward and being like, well, what kind of, what kind of, not just a real estate agent am I, but, but what kind of a parent am I? Mm -hmm. What kind of a husband am I? And then everything started just like a domino effect. It's like, I started being a better husband. I started being a better father. I started being better to myself physically, wow. right? Yeah. So it all stemmed from, from teaching. Just okay. being better so that I can be worthy of teaching. And I love the fact that you mentioned that as far as educating and giving back. And that's just the continual story that you know we're all hearing right now is that you're just constantly giving and really trying to learn and grow and help others. And I feel I think it's a, a Ziegler quote, but if you help enough people, you know, reach their success, then you'll reach yours or something along those lines. Yeah. You know what? I've heard that too. I love that one. It yeah. Was right. And I wish I wish that more people were like that. And there's a lot of professionals out there that are very close and they don't want to share and, and they're they're very secretive but what i find and, and you're in that group my friend absolutely 100 percent is the most successful people in this world that i've met and had interaction engagement with they want to share they want to teach they want other people to succeed and i love what you said about not caring about if they if there's other people that are doing more or this and that it's not about that it's about doing the best you possibly can with everything that you're doing and the rest of it works. It's, it's that ripple effect as you discuss. So I yeah. love that. It's so you know, true. There was a, there was something that I read earlier on, I think it was last week where, where when IBM in 1981, I'm trying to remember this off of hand, 1981, okay. Apple was in the whole PC space. They had just, they had just grown and they were amazing. And then they, IBM came into the world as a PC maker hmm. into their world. And instead of being frightened and scared and they're like, oh my gosh, more competition, more disruption, especially IBM, who's already a giant, hmm. they, they instead took out a whole page in the Wall Street Journal and said, hey, welcome. Hmm. This is, you, you're, we're going to make this area, this arena, an awesome place for everyone together. And I'm like, that's, that's brilliant because now it's not competition right? You're going to work together, even though you're, you're competitors in, sure. a, in, in some form, you're working together to just increase the value for those people out there. Hmm. Right. And that's, that's the way I love to look at things. So that's right on there. Yeah. But more people need to think this way, Tristan. So everybody who's watching or listening, you're welcome that this man is sharing this information. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, I do want to, on the education phase of the thought process phase, I do want to talk about uh, a little bit about paid communities. Uh, if oh, you perfect. could, elaborate a little bit on that for the audience and, and just kind of give your take on, on what that is, Trishna. Yes. Yeah, so a little bit ago, Facebook decided that they wanted to create the option for paid communities okay. and make it similar to what iTunes does for, for the world of music, right? Or apps mm -hmm. where they take a percentage and then you can have a paid community, right? So Facebook's like, oh, that's smart. Let's do the same thing. Uh, so they started those and those, they work okay, but we did, we're deciding next year to create communities that are smaller. So 
people can feel the one thing I get all the time is in lab coats. It's just too big. We lose mm -hmm. everything. All the great content gets pushed down. Wow. Right. And we can only pin one thing at a time. Right. Right. To the top. So people are always saying, well, I wish it was smaller. So what we're doing is we're having these paid communities that are going to be super small and capped. So let's say no more than 500. Okay. And it's going to be very specific to people's production or where they want to be. So like newer agents, mid-level agents, teams and brokerages, team members, admins, ISAs, all the, the, whole, the whole realm of what real estate looks like. Hmm. And all these are going to be capped small groups or small communities. And the difference is they're going to be led by professors, what we call professors, okay. which is agents like myself who are in the trenches every day, right? right? Who are actually performing and they're going to be at a higher level than what they're teaching. So it's going mm -hmm. to be a group of six to seven per community so that they're always giving back, interviewing, having masterminds. And just, uh, again, coming from a point of giving value and having the agent. Th I'm always thinking of what's the outcome for the agent. Right. Well, that's, that's what it's about. What, what is the outcome going to be for the agent growth? Right. Mm. That's what we want. Uh, I think that's great. So is there, is there a hard date or a time frame that we can be Dude, expecting? This? We're looking at first quarter of next year because okay. we're just building everything out. Um, we want to make sure that it's good and then obviously grow, right? We're not looking for perfection. Just good for now. Love it. Well, Tristan, when that's ready to roll and you know, you're free to, to disperse, please let me know. I'd love to share it with the audience and have everybody jump in there and get their opinions and get involvement. So you let me know and, and I'd love to share that out with everybody too. Um, so this is super good. Now I want to shift gears on this. Now this ends up being the tricky part of this particular interview and series. Uh, it's the challenge question. So when I True. lead up to this with the, the Titans, everybody that I ask, the answer's different, right? We all have different challenges, but no one's exempt. Everybody has uh, hard times, struggles, challenges, whether it's personal or professional in their lives, whether it's in the past, we're dealing with it now or in the future. Um, but I'm a firm believer, it's not so much what happens, but what we learn and what we can grow from, it doesn't downplay challenge or, or hardship. But um, I think that's the, the real big takeaway. Uh, so Tristan, if you're comfortable sharing a challenge, whether it's personal or professional, that you overcame, that you learned from, um, you came stronger man because of it. Oh, dude, What's that's that look totally, like? it's by far, well, there's two. I'm going to share one with oh, you. Okay. Uh, one was uh, 2016. We were publicly, me and Nick Baldwin were publicly accused of uh, having uh, strong sexual words towards women in a bus. Get and out so of here. Uh, this is where we became famous in the real estate world. Okay. 2016, October, we had almost a million views on the, on the blogs that were written combined, Unreal. which is insane. That's huge. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's huge PR. Great for us, right? We got it. Yeah. Yeah. But what it did to us mentally, um, we, we, we were crushed mentally, pretty much uh, mm -hmm. emotionally, mentally. Yeah. So were our families and <sighs> it, it, it pretty much dude, it knocked us out for, for a while. Wow. Um, I, I was texted, emailed, called everything you can imagine, both good and bad. I, I was getting bombarded by, Oh my gosh, you should just quit and die. Um, <clears throat> 
you should just let go of, of lab coat agents and just forget about it. You should give it away to somebody else. And then oh, I had the good calls, like okay. those people that stood up for me and like, hey, we know you didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but you know, how can I prove it? It's just their word against us. And we were sitting in the back and they're too far to even hear what was happening. Unreal. And so anyway, that happened. And obviously we were cleared from anything after because Keller Williams did a full investigation into it. And they're like, what? Though these ladies are nuts, right? You guys didn't say shit. And so now the challenge was all these people that had initially read this though, they believed it. And to this date, we have people that absolutely hate us for it. But, but we took it as a point in our lives where we decided that we know what we stand for. Mm-hmm. And whether you're with us or against us, at least we know where you're at. Right. So it became clear. We actually created a stronger tribe from it. Okay. And now because of that, because of what happened, I mean, we were, our families were all in it, and all hurting. Sure. Dude, nothing has happened since then that has even faced us a little bit. Wow. Unreal. So now when people say shit online, it's like, oh, Tristan sucks. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Or when you <laughs> say something like that, or you lose a listing or anything. Nothing right. compares to that at all. Unreal. So, Unreal. Uh, yeah, we went through that. And so it made us better. But I'll tell you what we went through, what I went through personally sure. through that process was um, I, I looked at the world differently at that point. I'm like, because it wasn't just those people that were in the bus after it's everybody else in the industry that then started turning on us. Um, I was like, this is a different world than I thought it was. Hmm. And so I was in a dark place for a while, like thinking, was I, should I be approaching this world in the way that I'm approaching it? Cause I'm always super kind, super easygoing. Yeah. I was jaded for a while, man. And it took, it took, honestly, it took like two years to snap out of it. It oh, wasn't man. until I reread, extreme ownership okay. that that it really like knocked me out it's like you know what i don't have any my my success and the success of my family and the team that i have and those that i lead is directly related is directly proportional to the way that i lead right mm-hmm. i either allow it to happen or i don't right and i can't i can't accept the way that i've been living my life mentally mm-hmm. so that's that really is what snapped me out of it Okay. And Tristan, I, I just, I just want to say right off the bat, thanks for sharing that because it's not easy to go personal and deep and, and show a little bit of vulnerability, but I, I think that everybody it, that knows you and loves you and respects you during that time frame, And obviously now knows that that just didn't happen and your integrity and your character and, and who you are as a person, it, it, it speaks for itself. I mean, it, it, if anybody's watching or listening to this it, from the beginning to right now, you, you know that that's just completely out of bounds. But I, I completely understand where you're coming from, uh, from the standpoint. And as you grow and as you scale, and there's a lot of producers that are out there watching or listening to this, the bigger you become, the more targets you have, the more, the more people are paying attention. And I don't want to say haters, but there, there's people out there that are looking for any opportunity to, to pick someone else apart, um, to knock them off their horse or their tower. And I think that everybody echoes this continually over and over. It's not the, the easy times that make us. It's the challenges. It's the, the tough times. And you figure out who you are and you learn and you grow and, and uh, you can only help so many people. So I, I think that story is 
going to echo very deeply with the audience. Everybody's watching and listening to this and, and top producers all over the world, um, really understanding that it, it's okay. Just know who you are, represent your brand. Stuff's going to happen. Keep moving forward. Keep doing what you do. You're not going to please everybody. You never will. It's impossible. Um, yeah, man. And, I, and I think if you start for a while there, I started, I started looking, I started looking at life as, well, maybe we shouldn't include this person um, as competitors, as like strong competitors. Sure. And I shifted away from that. Uh, I just feel sucky that it sucked up like two and a half years of my life. Yeah. We're looking at the world so differently. And I was, I was like, what happened? Hmm. So, um, dude, I'm just, I'm glad to be back. That's all. Yep. Uh, hey, I, I am too. And everybody out there as well. So Tristan, thanks again. I mean, that's seriously, I, I really appreciate you sharing that because I, I know there's so many people that deal with different challenges and you can overcome them. You can move forward and, and don't let it stop you. Obviously you haven't uh, all the amazing things that you've done and continue to do. This is just incredible stuff. So um, I want to shift gears to a softer question. So we got through the tough stuff. Uh, this one is actually one of my favorites. It's the travel back in time question. So if you could travel back in time, any time frame, any age range, Tristan, it could be, you know, last year, it could be 20 years ago, it could be little Tristan, what would you say to your younger self? I mean, anytime, anything. That's so good, dude. Um, you know, I didn't read the, the any questions beforehand. So this oh, cool. is all good. I wanted it to be more authentic. Love it. Love it. Um, if I could go back in time to one thing, yeah, I, I know what I would do. I'd say, hey, um, to a younger Tristan, probably, mm -hmm. so I fully understand in my early 20s, getting into real estate first, I was a, in the right mindset because I instantly grew uh, in this business super fast. Mm -hmm. uh, I would sit down with myself and say, hey, look, anything that happens in your life, it's going to be your fault. You're responsible for everything. Wow. Don't, don't blame, don't blame so-and-so, don't blame this person. Um, and whatever shit happens to you, which shit's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, know that you can change the outcome by the way that you respond. You either see yourself as a victim or you see your, or you see this as an opportunity for growth and to learn from. Mm -hmm. Right. So I would have been like, just, just know that fixed mindset versus growth mindset, right? That whole book on mindset by uh, Carol Dweck. Hmm. That's that. it. dude. I, I, but I'd go deep into it. Yeah. You know, that's cool because, Great question, by the way. I think oh, this yeah. is more complicated than the previous one. Yeah. Because I do think about these things and I think, so just a little bit of, uh, into my thoughts here. Absolutely. I, I do think about this often and I think I can't go back in time, but I can affect the way that my kids think. Mm -hmm. right? And so this is why for my kids, I've created a, a routine for them, a daily routine wow. that includes, uh, affirmations that can help them see the world differently, think differently, a checklist so they have a process through the day. And more importantly, we sit down and we talk about their feelings, how they process information, and what they think about when they're talking to people. I'm like, did you see that? Did you see how this person talked to us? What do you think of that? How did that make you feel? And what character? how would you characterize this person? So um, it gives them a lot more power as to how to process what's going on. Okay. I've, but, but I love the fact that you're having that level of reflection and thought process and not everybody does. I mean, like you said, we can't go back in time and we can't change anything that's happened. But I think that that I love that question because anything that you would say to your younger self, 
there's still time and opportunity for you to change your current self and and others that are around you, such as your children, such as, you know, your team, such as your community, your clients, all the, all those things. So I love that advice. And that's not just for young Tristan. That's everybody who's watching or listening, myself included. That is great stuff all the way. Um, So this one is actually a crowd pleaser for this next question. And we're almost done here. But uh, when it comes down to it, the feeding of the mind question, uh, everybody wants to know what the Titans are doing to grow, feed their mind, how they're learning. You've mentioned several books already, but books you're reading or have read, podcasts you're listening to, influencers or coaches on social media. Tristan, how are you feeding your mind? Yeah, I read five books a month. And um, I don't I don't skim them. I go deep in them. I take notes. Uh, I break them down a lot. So instead of watching Netflix or binge watching shows, my my habit has become reading. Uh, I have a little table that I'm at right now in my bedroom, and yep. this is my like reading table. Love it. So uh, I read, and I don't read. I don't usually read for pleasure in the sense of fiction or sci-fi, but I love sci-fi and fantasy, sure. like Harry Potter and Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time. I love those, but um, I, I love to read books that, this is what I do, I topic stack. Mm-hmm. So let's say, Greg, you want to learn about, and I wanted to learn about finances in creating a business, because I'm, I'm not the greatest on finances. Sure. So I picked the top books, the top five to 10 books on finances and economics mm-hmm. for building a business, and I read them, and mm-hmm. I highlighted them and put notes in them, now I just got like a mini master's degree on that topic because I topic stacked it. Brilliant. And so I do the same thing with podcasts. I find those that talk about that. I do the same thing on webinars mm-hmm. and I find those people. I actually, if I like a book a lot, I'll reach out to the author and be like, Hey, can we interview you on lab codes? Wow. And we've done that. So now I'm asking them questions and I'm getting coached by these people for <laughs> the pleasure of everybody else. Right. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And that's what I've been doing. So that's what I do. The last books I just finished three days ago. I just finished um, the infinite game by Simon Sinek. Okay. That's love his Simon. newest book. Yeah. That became my favorite book of this year. Wow. So it's an amazing book. Talks about a finite mindset versus an infinite mindset, how you approach the world, right? As a company and as a person. And that was a great book. I'd highly recommend. Obviously, Extreme Ownership. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to that one on Audible now. Okay. I read it the first two times. Now I'm on Audible for the third time. Hmm. Highly recommend that one. Uh, another Simon Sinek book, Start With Why. Yeah. That's a, that's a fun, really good book. I, I like that one a lot. And for real estate, Fanatical Prospecting. Okay. It kicks you in the face. It's like, uh, <laughs> suck at lead generating. Here's how you do it, right? Wow. Kick in the face. And then Ninja Selling for real estate. Ninja Selling breaks down the process for agents on, hey, these are all the things that you need in your business. And this is how you should be approaching it. Here are the listing questions, pre-listing questions. It's a good book. Hmm. That's an overall good book for real estate agents. Okay. Ninja Selling, very good. So uh, I love to listen podcasts. My favorite podcast right now, Business Wars. Okay, all right. Business Wars is really good. Uh, Different than the podcasts that we normally hear. Different than ours, right? Because we're interview style, which is awesome. Right. They do it story style. Hmm. So they act out the parts and they tell it to you in a story fashion. I'm like, oh, so cool. So I just finished 
Facebook versus Snapchat on, <laughs> That's great. on business course. So good. Listen, oh, wow. Really good, man. Yeah. I'm going to have to add that to my list for sure. I, I mean, you, you had mentioned, you know, so many amazing books and things along those lines. And, and as always for everybody, I'm going to have links in the comments down below so that they can feed their mind and grow the same way. But Tristan, I have to tell you that you are the first Titan and this is episode 140 that had mentioned, um, stacking those topics. And I think that's absolutely brilliant when it comes down to it, because there's so many of, I love to read myself physical books, um, you know, but consuming it via YouTube or conferences or, or, you know, audio files, that's all great. But I, I do love the physicality behind them, but I've never personally stacked topics and said, okay, here are three or five or 10 and I'm going to hit this. I've, it's just kind of, it, for me, I don't read for pleasure. Uh, it's just very similar to what you're talking about is, for, for knowledge basis and applied knowledge. Um, if I'm looking for a pleasure standpoint, then I, I love movies. So yeah, I'll, I'll watch, I'll watch films and things the like Mandalorian. that. The Mandalorian. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But uh, I just, I, I love the fact that you mentioned that. So for anybody out there who's watching or listening, do exactly what Tristan just said, stack those books, look up what the best of the best are for those topics. And same with those podcasts. I, I, I find that that's brilliant. I'm going to be doing that myself here shortly because of this conversation, Tristan. So that was great. I love that. Um, wait, hold on. Somebody asked, what's the name of the author again? I posted it on lab codes for us. So okay, uh, it, it's going live on there too. Lucy Serrano. What's the name of the author again for infinite, the infinite game. It's Simon Sinek. It's S I N E K. Yeah. And, and the, great question. I love it. I love the engagement. And that's why I love doing this live too. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no retakes. There's no rehashes. It's just true, genuine nature. I love the fact that you didn't take a look at the questions ahead of time. I send them out because I just want the Titan to know, Hey, this is kind of what we're going to talk about, but don't script, just be natural. But I love that you're just going all by the cuff. Uh, but I want to wrap everything up with a final question. And I just want to thank you again. It's been an honor, truly Tristan. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I, I leave it with this question is, if you could sum yourself up uh, as a man, as a professional, with a quote or mantra that you might live by, what's that look like for you? Um, sometimes the only power you have is to set a good example. And that's, that's how I lead my life, man. Wow. And through and through all the way, I think that sums you up beautifully. And again, everything that you had mentioned throughout this entire episode and interview, Tristan, it's been a true honor um, just for you taking the time. I know you're a super Thanks, busy bro. guy. Uh, it's been fantastic. And uh, you are an official real estate titan, my friend. So thank you so it. much. Thank you, Greg. Thanks for having me on, man. I Absolutely. love your show. Thank you so much. And everybody out there, um, thank you so much as always for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like what we're doing here with Real Estate Titans, please don't forget to like the Facebook page, subscribe to YouTube, and have a listen on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care.